1: Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Human Behavior Mastery Podcast, where we talk about how to leverage psychology to create a better business, a better life, a better you. And um, yeah, we're doing something a little bit different. Not too different, but we are um, bringing some folks on the pod to work through some things, um, answering questions in real time, uh <laughs> so we have Kay here, our very own Kay. What's up, Kay? What's up? How you feeling?
0: Nervous. You nervous? Yeah.
1: Don't be nervous. We're <laughs> gonna be fine. So I think one of the, the great the value adds of having a platform like this is being able to bring people on and allow them to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um And so we can work through whatever's going on in real time. Somebody else may be experiencing the same thing. So somebody else may be blessed by um, the conversation that we have today. But we see that you, we saw your assessment. Mm -hmm. And um, so tell me about yourself, what's going on and what question you have so we could get into the conversation.
0: Okay. um, Where should I start? Where should I start?
1: So tell us what you do.
0: Um. So I'm an executive assistant okay. for Dave.
1: Okay. And what <laughs> question do you
0: have? <laughs> um. Because we were so, talking,
1: we were talking before we started recording. Yeah. Right? So right. So I saw your assessment. Um. For everybody who, for everybody who is listening, the audio experience. Um, K is an 11D Her adaptive is a 10 She has a 67 I, her adaptive is a 39 Her S is an 88 Her adaptive is a 60 Her C is a 99 And her adaptive is a 67 So I asked K, Like what are you struggling with? What's going on right now? What is something that you'd like to get on the other side of? Right, what's kind of Mm-hmm. What are you struggling with at this moment? So let's let's talk about it. I mean, as much as you feel comfortable.
0: Yeah. So I think my biggest thing right now is trying to kind of like understand myself. So I'm nervous, but I'm excited for this, right? So <laughs> I want to know why I have a hard time um, being consistent in things. Um, I noticed that I start a lot of things and then stop them. Um, I don't really see things through, um, I need a lot of, like, I guess I need a lot of direction or, reassurance. like, I'll know what to do, but like, I still need you to like, just confirm like, that's what you want me to do. Got you. So just trying to understand why I am the way I am, I guess.
1: Okay. So where exactly does this? So I heard two things. One is consistency, right? Mm-hmm. So you're struggling with consistency, how to can how to stick to what it is mm-hmm. that you want to do or that you need to do. Mm-hmm. But also this challenge of questioning yourself or overthinking. Yes. Right. Yes. And we can get to where that comes from exactly, but those are the two the two challenges, the two pain point areas, correct? Yeah. Okay. So when I looked at your assessment, the very first thing that I noticed is that you are a high C, right? You're 99 C. Okay. This means that you are very exact and precise, very detail-oriented, very particular. Um, you like uh, facts, mm-hmm. you like logic, what is or what isn't. You believe there's a right way to do things, there's a wrong way to do things. You're very cautious and conscientious. Right? When we look at, okay, so why would I be a high C? With every personality type, there is an anxiety producer or like a biggest fear. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Primarily, you know, as humans, you know, we're animals, we're just sophisticated animals, but we have a desire to be safe. Mm -hmm. So, your coping mechanism, the way in which you keep yourself safe, Is typically what's the the driver of your dominant uh, personality type. Okay. So for a high D, right, like I'm a high D, a high D's biggest fear is being taken advantage of, right? A high D's biggest fear is, like, someone making them insignificant or someone, um, you know, manipulating them or taking advantage of them in some way. That's why very direct, very assertive, take control, For a high C, though, Mm -hmm. the biggest fear is criticism and judgment. Mm -hmm. So my question is, where does that come from? And when was the first time you felt yourself, right, like cringe at being criticized or being judged by somebody?
0: Ooh. Um... I feel like it'll take me some thinking to get to, mm-hmm. like, the exact. When,
1: when was the first time you remember? Or when is a moment that stands out to you?
0: Probably in, like, grade school.
1: Yep, that's usually. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Being judged or criticized by my peers. Usually never, like, my teachers. My teachers love me. Usually by my peers.
1: Right. And so the fear of judgment, right? You have this fear or somebody says something or made a joke or... Mm-hmm you know got a bad grade or whatever it was and that moment that feeling made you say okay I have to compensate I don't ever want to feel this again Mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to do to make sure this is my strategy for success this is how I'm going to make sure I never feel this again and so what you do is you've become a perfectionist Right, you constantly overthink, you over question, you measure twice, you cut once, you wanna make sure everything is in place because you don't wanna be judged, you don't you put all of yourself into the work
2: mm-hmm.
1: because it said you feel like it says something about you. Yeah. And you don't want anybody to say anything negative about you. So you are you are like afraid of making a mistake. Mm-hmm. You're like a planner, you know. Like I was just watching you. You're like, oh my god, I gotta, I gotta do this. And well, they were saying this, and they were like, I'm watching you go through the motions, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's where it comes from, being wired that way. Now it isn't. There is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I don't want you to, to take it that way. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But when you think about why you question so much, why you question yourself and you look, because you believe that there's a particular way to do things.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. A high C wants to, a high C is wired to get it done, but get it done right the first time. Mm -hmm. They don't want to make a mistake. So they ask a lot of questions and Mm -hmm. they, they, they do a lot of research. And if you give a high C, um, if you let them have their way, they will take all the time in the world to get the answer. <laughs> so you literally have to give them a deadline. Yeah. It's like I need this by this date. Yeah. And then you work, you know, you hurry up and you work to make sure that you meet your deadline because yeah. you don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. The now the consistency part, and I didn't see it right away, but um I checked your attributes. Your attributes, your practical thinking is an 8.8. So that's your highest, right? The attribute speaks to, it's based on axiology, which is essentially how the brain processes things, in Mm -hmm. what order the brain processes and what the brain uh, places value on. Mm -hmm. So when I look at your attributes and I look at your practical thinking, your practical thinking is really high. So the higher it is, practical thinking speaks to What do we need to do right now? So when you walk into an environment or in a space, your brain immediately goes, what's the most important next action I need to take? Mm -hmm. When a situation jumps off, you go, what do we need to do right now? So your practical thinking is really high. So what happens is you see a whole bunch of ways to solve a problem. If your practical thinking was low, then you would... You would only see one, you'd be fixed. You'd have mm-hmm. one mode of thought, but you see a whole bunch of. So it almost makes you feel like a scatterbrain. Or yeah. Like you got <laughs> shiny, you know, you got shiny object syndrome and you kind of all over the place. And people might say, Are you overthinking or you got analysis paralysis, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But that's where com- you see a whole bunch of options. So what happens is. Uh, I always say awareness breeds choice. Like the more there's there's the paradox of choice, which is the more options you give somebody, the more difficult it is yeah. for them to make a decision. Yeah. So you have when you in any situation, you see so many ways to deal with something that it makes you freeze. Because mm-hmm. for you, having high practical thinking and also being a high C. Now you're like, oh, I can't make a mistake. And there's a lot of ways to do this. And I need to go and thoroughly think about each one of these ways to see which one is the best so I don't choose the wrong one. Mm -hmm. That is why you feel like you're struggling with the consistency piece because when you have all of those options, you'll jump from this thing to that thing Mm -hmm. to this thing to that thing to figure out what's the thing you actually need to do. Yeah but it isn't that you being flaky or you being like inconsistent your brain is literally searching for the best option now the good thing is you look at you look at these things like opportunities so it isn't unpleasant you you don't you're not moping around about it but it is still something that affects you internally because yeah. you're always your wheels are always turning for sure. So, I would imagine that you need some reassurance and some like it's it's okay, it's cool, don't worry about it. You need somebody to like almost like a words of affirmation mm-hmm. like hey, it's cool, like it's okay because you will stress yourself out thinking of all of the different <laughs> things.
0: You read my whole life.
1: Does that resonate? Yeah. 100%. And we did not talk about this just just for anybody who's skeptical. We did not have a conversation no. about any of this before. We got on, but I'm, I'm literally looking at your assessment and I can see that those are things that, those are the reasons why you may struggle with those things. Now, mm-hmm. how does that play out for you? Like, we can talk about the consistency piece and also the overthink, but how do you see that play play out for you, you know, at work? And how do you see that play out for you um, personally?
0: Um. So, at work, what I find is like, like... Dave is very like okay, this needs to get done, but like he'll just like leave you to do it. Mm-hmm. Where I'm is like, uh, I'm like, okay, no. I need you to like tell me like is this what you want me to do and is this what you want me to do. Like I need the reassurance that I'm doing it correct. You need the direction. Yes. I need the direction. But he's very like, "All right, let's get it done. Like, yeah, you got this. You get it done. You're good." And I'm like, huh what no tell me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could i could
1: see that being a thing now looking at your assessment i know whatever it is that you do you execute at a really high level mm-hmm. it's high quality you take your time you just don't feel that way no I you're don't. constantly judging and yeah. measuring your work and everybody else is like this is amazing and you're like
0: really everybody tells me i'm doing a great job I just had my 90-day review earlier this month. Dave said I'm doing an amazing job, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I could think of a hundred ways I can do it better, but...
1: The practical thinking. Yo, what's good, fam? Listen, I know, I know, I'm going to let you get back to the episode, but I wanted to take a minute to let you know about the Human Behavior Mastery course. Yes, we have a course that we put together for coaches, consultants, corporate leaders, and entrepreneurs. I know you're listening to the pod and it's all of this numbers and the the adaptive and the natural, the D, the I, the attributes. We put together a comprehensive course to walk you through exactly how to understand each one of the personality types, each one of the values. And we're going to show you exactly how to get the most out of each type what things you need to avoid, what environments to put you in, and what pieces to put around you to be successful. So if you're looking at taking your business, your life, or your relationship to the next level, make sure you go check out the Human Behavior Mastery course. Back to the episode. So where does that come from? You, It sounds like you have a hard time receiving positive feedback. You'll take the negative stuff because... That's the critical aspect, but where, do you do you feel like you struggle with receiving praise from people? Yeah, where does that come from? I
0: don't know. I feel I feel like my mom was.
1: You know, we don't. So one thing we don't do, we don't do. I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay? That's my phrase. That's like my catchphrase. Yeah. I'm always. I don't know. I don't know.
1: You haven't, when someone says, I don't know, that just means you haven't taken the time
0: to,
2: think to, about find,
1: to find the answer. Cause it's there. Yeah. But you either haven't taken the time or you don't want to, you don't want to confront whatever that is.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at a place where I really want to figure those things out because like, Okay, see how you just broke down my assessment for me and it all makes sense? So, like, now I'm thinking, like, but me being a high C and all that, how can I make that work in my favor? Because I don't know if I can change it. So if I can't change it, how do I make that work in my favor? You don't
1: need to change anything, actually. Like, being a, like, C's honestly make the world go around. Like, like we would be living in a chaotic environment. Like, this world would be chaos without C's. C's put structure in place. C's hold structure together, right? C's make sure things are going in the right place. Mm -hmm. So for me, somebody who's a high D, I just care about getting it done. And it it may not look good. It may, something may be broken. Or it may have taken me five tries to figure it out where you would have taking the time to research and figure out and I'm going to just jump in and go do it. Mm -hmm. But somebody like myself who is just so driving and just goes, 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 I need a C. Cs to me are like the anchors of reality, right? Like they bring everything back to this grounded, pragmatic place of like, okay, I get that this is what we're talking about, but we only have $200 to work with. So (laughs) what can we get with $200, right? Or... That works, but because there's laws in the land, you can't just go and do that because we're gonna violate this thing. Right, like so you keep people out of jail. You know what I mean? You keep people from doing things that they may regret. Mm-hmm. We need somebody that makes us slow down and think, especially the way the world is right now. Things are kind of all over the place, but it's important to hold structure. Imagine if we didn't have these four walls and mm-hmm. this is just, just a bunch of space in here. Right, yeah. you hold things together, and there's value in that. Now, the, the the thing is being aware and knowing what choices to make that actually serve you. Okay. Right. Again, awareness breeds choice. Most of most people, right, and I, I suffered from this as well before I kind of got into the work. But you're making choices for yourself, one only based on the choices that you know are available. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that that's all the choices that exist. So we need to get exposed to new things. The other thing is, if you don't know who you are or you're not clear on what it is you like and don't like and the the ways in which you work best and the ways in which you struggle, you can't make choices that actually serve you. So when when you're not aware, you're in this cycle of making choices for who you think you should be or who somebody told you you should be versus who you actually are.
0: Oh, that sound like my life.
1: So then you get stressed mm-hmm. and you living in this like, I just feel down. I don't feel energized or I, like you high tension and you're not meant to live like that.
0: Oh, that sounds like my whole life right now.
1: So, <laughs> I, so I tell people like if you're feeling stressed or you feel stressed out, you're mm-hmm. living and you're adaptive. The gray bars on the assessment. You're living in, because we all have a way in which we like to adapt. Like, when you get stressed or you get, you have a preference for the way that you like to, right? Like, some people get nervous and they laugh, or Mm -hmm. some people get nervous and they smile. or they Like, we all have little idiosyncrasies. Mm -hmm. Most people are living in that, though, and they have no business doing that. But once you become aware, now you can choose. Like, okay, I know I'm really structured. So anybody that I know is a C, they need a deadline. This is when I need you to get it back to me. Or I will say, hey, send me a first draft and I can give you feedback. Now you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know I have a second chance yeah. to like make it better. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand who you are and then play your game Don't try to be somebody else. Because when you try to do what someone else is doing, Mm -hmm. that's when you start feeling stressed because it's not natural to you. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. So you are naturally a very thoughtful, methodical person. So you're going to struggle with being put on the spot. You're going to struggle with somebody rushing you. Mm -hmm. That's not how you prefer to function. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So what you have to do is... Create a plan or create a system, which is what you excel at, creating a system or structure that allows you to operate, to function under those conditions. Or you get around somebody else that is really great at that. So if you know, so for example, Dave has a low D. I have a high one. So he might be in his head about something and I make the decision like this. You might need to get around people who are these. Not to say you're going to be more decisive or whatever, but they will cover your blind spot or the area that you're struggling. Does that make sense? Yeah. What you need to do is find environments and find people who need what it is that you have. Mm -hmm. So where people don't have structure, uh, like people who are just kind of, Go with the flow all over the place. I know that I need structure. I just don't like it. I don't like people telling me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest. Like, I don't like people telling me what to do. But if you suggest it or you make a recommendation, Mm -hmm. I'm going to act like it was my idea. But I'm going to listen to what you said. (laughs) Right? And so you, you just have to find what environment fits you.
0: Okay. All right. What's coming up for you? Uh, going back to you saying about knowing, like, who you are. So why like did my, that
1: hit a nerve? What happened?
0: Because I feel like that's that's my, like, uh, daunting question in this phase of my life. Like, who am I? Who is Kay? What is Kay like? What is Kay see herself doing in the future? And like I told you, my my catchphrase is, I don't know.
1: I think you give yourself an out. I think you use that. You're used to that, so your your self direction is pretty high. So that lets me know that you know exactly what you want to do. Right?
0: I don't feel that I don't. I I don't feel like. I How do. much
1: time have you taken to actually sit to like just figure out what it is that you have to that you, what it is that you want to do?
0: Not much time.
1: Okay. (laughs) You you need to dedicate some time to that. But it tells me that you're usually really clear on what to do. The plus tells me that you're confident that you will eventually get there.
0: Yeah, I believe I will. But I like to get there sooner than later. I could
1: get. Well, we (laughs) all right. People struggle with having patience. Then your role awareness. Now, the role awareness is where you can have where it could cause confusion. Because the way your assessment is, what it's telling me is that your role awareness is a 5.7. So that lets me know that you struggle with identity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So who is K like like juggling the different hats of being a daughter, being a friend, you at work, you, you struggle with juggling all of these things with, and identifying with all of these different hats. But then it says that you actually find your sense of self from these different roles that you wear. So if you're not clear about the balancing act of all of them and your sense of self is derived from what it is that you're doing... What happens when one of those things goes away?
0: I I, I don't know what. Right, what like I, do. you, I don't know,
1: like when when you lose a friendship yeah. or when you lose a job or when you're finished with school. I would imagine it makes you feel like, oh my god, like what's next? I feel yeah. lost.
2: Yeah.
1: Knowing that about yourself. Lean into being a high C and have a plan.
2: Mm.
1: Have a plan. If you, the beautiful thing about having um, systems in place, like having things documented or having a plan, is that the plan makes the decisions for you so you don't have to make them. So when people say, hey, what do we do when someone is, So, what do we do when someone is trying to book the clubhouse? There's a protocol for that, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Send them to me. I'm going to get another date, the time, what you're booking it for, how many people. Right.
1: So, you know, you could do that same thing for yourself, right? So, because you struggle with making a decision, we have to create a decision protocol. So whenever there's a decision, mm-hmm. we need a timer. Mm. We need two minutes, five minutes, thirty minutes, or you give yourself twenty four hours.
2: Okay.
1: If that's what you struggle with. Yeah. Where you excel is putting structure in place. This is a world that needs structure. But it's it's almost it's like that thing with Einstein where it's like if you try to measure the genius of a fish by how well it flies right like it's not like a fish can't fly so if you're judging it based on that you're comparing it it's going to be difficult but throw a fish in water see what it does you you have to look at the assessment and go okay this is what it's saying about me this feels right yeah Cool. Now I have to be intentional and deliberate about putting myself in spaces that allow me to thrive, that allow me to excel. I always use the analogy of Superman, right? Because Superman outside of Earth is a very regular person. He cuts, he gets cut, he bleeds, he's normal. When he gets on Earth, though, he's a superhero. Only on Earth, though. So what is K's Earth? What's the environment? What's the domain that allows you to be super? And all you have to do is find that space and stay there. If somebody else, you know, like if you have, there are going to be times where you have to go outside, you know, kind of go outside of that. But that's when you collaborate with other people. So if you know that you're challenged, right? If looking at your assessment, you need to stay around a high D. Okay. Okay
0: make all my friends take this assessment
1: i mean you you want to get it the idea is to get everybody to take the assessment right so that we can we can learn how to best collaborate we can learn how to best work with each other but we could also understand each other because now that i understand like as soon as i saw your assessment i was like oh okay got it it makes sense (laughs) Cause I'm I, at first I'm watching you and I'm like, why is she stressed out about she's stressed out? Why is she stressed out about trying to book this thing over here? I'm like, it's not.
0: I'm still be stressed when this is
1: over. Just like no, <laughs> no, it's it's, not making the stress it's, go it's away. It's like that, but you you have to put mechanisms in place. So, like you, I have really high practical thinking. So what I do is I give myself a deadline to make the decision. And it's not that I have a problem with being decisive because I'm a person who will make a decision and then I'll go make another one if it doesn't work and then go make another one and go make another one. But sometimes I get caught up in the, okay, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this. Okay, mm, and I I could waste time doing it, mm-hmm. but I ultimately will land on something and just run with it. Mm-hmm. You, however, being having high practical thinking and being a C, you're not going to move. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to move and you have a high S as well you're not moving at all you're yeah. going to sit there until you know with 100% certainty that you're not going to make a mistake
0: Just like you're looking right through me that's crazy it's only our like what like second time
2: talking yeah. to each other yeah yeah
1: and then which could which could be a part of this your your uh self-esteem self-belief section is very low Mm -hmm. so that tells me that you have a tendency to put other people before yourself right Mm -hmm. when we think about when we talk about that quadrant it's when it's high you know how to put your oxygen mask on first but when it's low you will it's, it's self deprecating you will take care of everybody knowing that you're depleted you'll take care of everything and everybody to your own detriment
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so that's a that's a piece that we have to get to because one it's not healthy but two if you're trying to be your best self you want to make sure that you are putting your oxygen mask on. You want to make sure that you are thinking about what K wants first.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. Where does that come from?
0: I don't like people to be mad at me, disappointed in me. I don't like to make nobody feel no type of way. So, like, i rather just make everybody happy if I can even if like I know I'm tired or depleted and really don't want to I'll just I'll end up just doing it anyway
1: but where does that come from who what who or what told you that that's the way to do things
0: Mm, I wonder if I get that from my dad Mm. say more I feel like, and it's crazy because I used to talk junk about like feeling like everybody was taking advantage of, of him because they know he's going to do it. And I used to be so mad at him for it because mm-hmm. I could tell he was tired, but he would do it anyways, especially for his family, his friends, like people he loved. He'll do it anyway, mm-hmm. even though he's tired. Oh, wow. I never thought about that. You learned it. Dang.
1: You learned it. I just, I was just having a conversation with my sister, and you know, we, we you know, I, I literally had to like fight my mother to retire and all mm-hmm. these things, and even still, she's like, this lady will not sit down. She gotta go, 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 go all the time, and like you, I used to always get upset with my mother. Like, why are you always running behind something and somebody? And I'll never forget, you know, my mother used to bake cakes. And I remember her like, she's baking cakes, and you know, we had the like the phone, the like wire, the wireless phone. And somebody's asking her for something. I think somebody's asking her for money. So I'm following her around and I'm like, yo, like we don't have nothing to give nobody. And I will never ever forget my mother like said, hold on one second, and put the phone down. And she was like, baby, if you can ever, and if you're ever in a position to help somebody, give. And, turn, and got back on the phone and went. Mm. And I sat there and I was stuck and I'm like, okay, wow. Like and I remember I might have been like 15 at the time. But like you, I've realized that one, I will give, 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 give. And this is something that now me or all of my siblings are talking about like, we will give, even when we don't have, give mm-hmm. our last. But also, we struggle with learning how to receive things from people. Mm. It's learned behavior, right? You grow up in an environment, so now you're upset. And, and I'm and I'm bringing it full circle. I'm upset because I know that you're taking advantage, and I know that you're playing. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I can't say no.
0: That's the way. I struggle with saying no.
1: You know know that they're playing. You know they're taking advantage. You know they're trying to get over. So because you know that, it gets you upset. But you still do it. And you learn that by watching your daddy.
0: Mm I never thought about that. Yeah.
1: So now that you're aware of that, what do we do?
0: I ain't got it. <laughs> That's real. I ain't got a big dog. And, you know,
1: you can say no without explanation, or you can find other ways to say that. Like, and
0: you know what else I struggle with, though? What's I like? hate confrontation. So I feel like if I say no and then you, like, be like, well, why not? Or, like, you know, get mad or something, I'm like, damn.
1: Yeah, it's a high C. But confrontation doesn't mean that something is wrong, though. Confrontation, you could look at it like it's a problem or you could look at it like it's going to bring y'all closer together. So me being a high D, I don't see a problem as, I don't see conflict as something wrong. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If something is off and we're missing a beat, I'm going to confront it because I want us to get close. I don't want there to be a problem. For me, when I see a problem, I want to remove it Mm. so we could be peaceful again. What I've learned is that conflict avoided is conflict multiplied. So you have the best intentions. You want to avoid the problem, but by not addressing it, you create more of a problem. And in a situation where you're trying to avoid upsetting somebody, You give them a pass and give them what they want, but now you're stuck upset Mm -hmm. because you knew better. Yeah. Mm. I, I want you to like reframe your paradigm around the word no. You're not being a no to them, you're being a yes to yourself. It may feel like it's a no but I'm I have to do what serves me and that's not it. So you don't even have I'm just not, you don't even have to say no so much. You just say, "Hey, I'm I'm not in that season right now." Or, "Hey, I can't make that a priority right now. Thank you for thinking about me. But I can't prioritize that right now." That might be a way that makes you feel more comfortable saying it. Me, I could just say no.
0: <laughs> it is what it is. You
1: know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, you have that high C, but you also have an I that's really high. So you do care about the energy and the vibe and the experience. So you don't like the energy being mm-hmm. chippy or tense. I don't
0: like it being awkward. I don't like awkward energy.
1: Yeah. See, I don't I don't mind it being awkward. It,
0: it like, eats me up inside.
1: Yeah, I don't mind it being. Let me see. And that, yeah, Okay. Yeah, altruism is there. So, so, so you know that you need to say no. So what are we going to do to make sure that you actually say no and stand on it?
0: A no to them is a yes to me.
1: I mean, you got to not. That means you. I mean, I'm not, I know it's not going to be overnight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, just don't feel bad about it like I want to offer that perspective to you
2: mm-hmm.
1: like it's not a no you're being affirming to yourself and anybody that's really for you is not going to have a problem with you doing what's best for you nobody that really cares about you is going to have a problem with K doing what's best for K because they want what's best for you mm-hmm. so anybody that gives you grief that should be a red flag
0: You don't feel like it's human nature to be, like, self-serving. so Like, you want what's best for me, but me saying no is not what's best for you. So you're still going to feel that type of way.
1: No, but me having a problem with you doing what's best for you means that I have expectations and I feel a sense of entitlement to you. Mm. I'm putting my responsibility on you. Which is not fair. So if I ask you for something you say no, okay, cool. Like maybe you're really not in a position to do that, but the situation is mine. For me to deal with,
2: yeah,
1: me getting upset with you don't help my situation. What it does is it, it's a distraction. So now I'm mad at K. Okay, this is still bubbling over here. It's yeah. not nothing is going away. So. Most times when people feel like that it's because there's a level of expectation and entitlement. and you really don't want to be in relationships where that exists because it creates it creates tension, it creates unhealthy situations.
2: <sighs>
1: you have to be a, you have to be a, ideally, you want to be in relationships where you do want the best for that person and that person wants the best for you but you also understand that that may mean something that doesn't help them out, right? Like it may, my, what's best for me may mean I need to go over here away from you.
2: Yeah.
1: And you have to be okay with that. If you say that you, you really want what's best for me.
2: Mm.
0: I need to share this with a few people.
1: Oh, I mean, it's, you have to give yourself permission to be unapologetically. Okay. Without judgment, without expectation, like you not judging yourself for putting yourself first. It's evident. Anybody that sees your assessment knows that you put others first, knows that that's where your heart is. Mm-hmm. So you should never feel bad about doing anything for yourself. Dang. You have any other questions? <sighs>
0: Not right now, but I feel like I'm going to have some in the future.
1: Okay. How you feeling right now? Because we spoke about a lot.
0: I feel almost like a sense of relief, kind of. Because, like, a lot of the things you touched on, like, I see it. But I just didn't understand, like. I just look at it all as, like, a negative, you know, just because I feel like I'm not where I want to be or where I should be or, so, I don't know. I'm my own worst critic, so.
1: Yeah, but that came from somewhere. Somebody gave you that. You didn't, you wasn't born criticizing yourself. Somebody projected that on you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right so what you have to understand you have to always remain in the question start asking yourself like why do I do that and where does that come from why why are you so critical of yourself somebody taught you to do that once you identify who and what that situation is you ask yourself well does that serve me does being so critical of myself actually serve me And then you go about putting a solution in place. Maybe you need affirmations. Maybe you need a meditation. Maybe you need to journal. Therapy. I don't know, but like, coming to that realization and having that understanding will allow you to navigate situations in a way that best suits you. There is a lot of good. There's a lot great going on with you and everybody else can see it but if you don't believe it if you don't buy into it then it's all for naught so you got to believe it and you got to stand on it okay good yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey listen um let the folks know where they could connect with you
0: um you can follow me on Instagram X special K with two Y's underscore um, Facebook. Kaylin Jones, K-A-Y-L-E-N-E. Um, That's on my social media.
1: Hey, Yeah, um, I'm the one with and on everything. Listen, I honestly, I, I thank you for one being open to doing something like this, being vulnerable. But for anybody listening, anybody watching, like these are conversations that we want to have. Right, like take the assessment. The link is gonna be below. Take the assessment, but I want to create space for people to come on the pod and for us to sort of talk through and walk through um, some of the things that you're, you're you're struggling with, whether it's in life, it's business, it's a relationship. This is what the platform is about: is again allowing us to create the best you possible. Um, so if you got questions, uh, we'll probably drop something somewhere around here. Where you could you know fill out a form or drop a question for us to answer but i would love to have more of these conversations because i think they're important so um yeah Human behavior podcast um like it share it uh leave a rate and leave a review and i'll catch y'all next time peace
0: sick of being upsold at gyms